It's March, y'all, and you know what that means? It's time for the third episode of Story Garden Pod. This week, I am thrilled to welcome my friend Nubia Barajas to the show. Nubia is a mother, a wife, a cat parent, a small business owner, and a friend. After meeting her and her husband Luis in 2021, I immediately knew that she was someone I wanted to have in my community, and I am so grateful for the friendship we have developed over the past year and a half. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but first, are you ready to meet me in the garden? So currently, my name is Nubia. Oh, currently? Currently. Well, actually, the <laughs> Nubia part is like official from birth, but when I mean currently, the currently pers- current person I am, <laughs> I am mother of a teen. I am a business owner, and I am also a parent to two beautiful cats. Um, yeah, you can see the differential right there. Uh, and, a, and a wife, but I'm also a woman. <laughs> A woman with a mission. I don't know what that mission is, but I know it's going to be good. I mean, I'm really <laughs> distracted by the fact that you're a mother to a teen and a parent to two cats. Two beautiful, beautiful, cats. beautiful cats. Beautiful cats. <laughs> and somewhere along the way, you also have a husband, so you're a wife, but it's like at the end... <laughs> Okay, okay, I actually have a beautiful teen daughter. It's just her attitude in comparison to my cat's attitudes. It's a, it's more like it's more digestible to deal with like added catitude than to see a, a mirror image of myself talking back to me. Wow. Um. So as per usual, I have made a cocktail. It is made of raspberries and an orange simple syrup and. Tequila. Uh, tequila, yeah, and it's I think it's a reposado, so it's like mm. a gold tequila and orange bitters. Then what was the oh it was the citrus green tea from um RBG? from the tea book and mm. it's R B G T. Um and the tea book is my second favorite place to procure teas. My first one It's going to be is, my new favorite place, too. Well, it has to also be your second favorite. <laughs> um, the, the first one is your business, which you said you had a business. You did not explain what your business was. But for those who are not in the know, Nubia is the brain behind Tea Tree Herb Tea Tree Company. Co. Tea Tree Co. <laughs> I can totally talk. So, story time. I have told you that you have to select three stories. Would you like to begin with one of them? So I am actually not born in the United States. I was born in Mexico City. I wish I could tell you more about Mexico City itself, but I was brought to the U.S. by my parents by the time I was three. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't really have much of a memory of my birthplace valid moving out here uh from what from what i've been told my language for a three-year-old was pretty damn good but that's if we were speaking spanish my english was none so as soon as i started school i was i came home really disappointed because i wanted to make friends and i could not communicate 
I ended up coming home and almost crying to my mom, telling her, why do the kids, why, why, why do they speak like dogs? And she's like, what do you mean? Why do they keep saying gua, gua, gua? So this is what four, four-year-old Nubia was listening. Gua. Exactly. <laughs> what? So while I was trying to speak to them in Spanish, they naturally oh. responded, what? But in my little brain, I thought, gua? They're oh, speaking that... like dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nubia. <laughs> Okay. And that was, I think, the beginning of where I felt like I needed to be part of a community. I think that's where it stemmed from. Because you couldn't understand? I couldn't understand them. Because you were four. And mm-hmm. because you grew up speaking another language. Exactly. I mean, I assume you started learning English then. How long did it take? So also, all through elementary, I was I would take ESL. Mm-hmm which is English second language, and I would get, especially during arts time, all the fun time in school, they would pull me out so I could have extra practice, um, which was beneficial because, I mean, yeah, I got to learn two languages. You do, Well, and that, I mean, that is, the English language is difficult. There are so many weird rules and spelling rules and grammar rules and, like, it's weird. And I cannot imagine being fluent in English and a second language. Well, I do. I will give credit to my grandmother for me being able to keep that second language. Because a lot of my friends, we even I have the issue now since I don't speak to my, I don't have the ability to talk to my grandmother as often. Right. Um, but going back to what my grandmother said. She once told me, I don't have American grandchildren. I have Mexican grandchildren and they <laughs> need to learn Spanish. So because of that, um, no, not a lot of pressure from my grandmother. <laughs> what was your grandmother's name? Carmen. Or should I say Carmen? Oh my gosh. Okay. Carmen. <laughs> oh, well. So as you can see, I've, it's it's so easy for me to keep that, yes. that, the English language because it became, it became, even though it's my second language, it became my primary language. Right. And because of that same encouragement from my grandmother or pressure, I you spoke, spoke Spanish as well, and yes. so that's really neat. Yeah. In middle school, you start learning a second language, whether it's French, Spanish, and I really, really wanted to learn French, but because I had not mastered the language yet, I was put into... An ESL? Well, at this point, it was a reading comprehension class, but I'm not going to lie. I love that English comprehension class because yeah. I had a wonderful teacher who really... I already liked reading because it was an escape for me, Yeah. but she made me... She was able to have me understand what I was reading. That's cool. And that also reminds me of the last episode with Cole talking about like how teachers and librarians encourage the wonder that you can find from read. That's cool. Exactly. Because anybody could read, it could read text. Right. It's just how you understand it. And the process you go to understanding what it is that you're reading makes a huge difference. Right. And you like to read now. So yes, I do. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Coming back, it's 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 beautiful to be able to speak those two languages. Right, I could connect with people um, at a whole different level. I I believe it's a whole different level. Absolutely. Um, Gosh, that is really cool. Also, for those listening, I may cut this part out. I don't know, but Haley is in the room. Say hi, Haley. Hi. Haley is daughter. Definitely. In all seriousness, though, my <laughs> daughter is. She is that. She's man. a total baddie. She is. And she is the reason I am the woman I am today. 
I feel like that kind of segues into your next story. Yes. So Haley was what would Bob Ross would call a happy mistake. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she, um... <laughs> <laughs> we love Bob Ross and we love Haley. Oh, my yes. gosh. Okay. I was not... Uh, I was 18 when I had her and, like, most 18-year-olds... What do you know about life? And she literally came into this earth holding on, like she's, she held on to life's horns and said, I'm here. And she, since that day, I have not been able to stop being a better version of myself because she inspires me. Right. She inspires me. That's um, good. So at, at that, that age, it's, you were actually, young. it's actually, believe it or not, having a teenager and having a, a young kid at such a young age. You control the narrative. They are, you get to, they come with you. They, you take them places with you and they don't have any thoughts, but mom and dad. Right. And seeing her grow and become that personality, I don't think I would have been able to embrace it as well as I did if it hadn't been for the parents that I surrounded myself with. By the time she was two, um, we took her to to look to get the feel of a preschool this was a co-op preschool open gate nursery school in redwood city this girl she was ready to just play with friends i thought she was gonna be shy she's gonna be nervous you know because mom and hang on to mom and dad the minute she stepped into that door she's like i'm here i want to play getting her to leave she came out screaming and crying that she wanted to go back that little did we know that that facility that we ended up had such a beautiful community we had parents who were first-time parents parents who had three four kids I mean right to be able to learn from these individuals and um and I may not have agreed with everything that they did but even with the stuff that I didn't agree with there's so much that I learned from them right and um that allowed me as a woman as a mom to allow my daughter to grow and embrace her differences and honestly, as a, as a mom, that's been one of the hardest things. And that's why I say teenage years are the hardest because they are individuals who I don't always agree with everything that she does. Right. And I want to make sure that she never suffers. But at the end of the day, these parents taught me that I just had to be there for her. Yeah. So can I ask, what was your relationship with your mom like when you were a teenager? Oh, terrible. <laughs> okay. Similar or different? I want to say in some ways there's a similarity where I I, I see that my mom tried the best that she could mm-hmm. with its, the, the knowledge that she had. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I could also see that she never wanted me to suffer. Right. Right. But by overprotecting, that actually made me more resentful. Yeah. And I see that with my own daughter that I've led her explore and do and I'm hey I'm, I'm like I try to remind her that I'm in a safe space but it's some of the stuff that she's going through I may not understand because I'm not I, I didn't go through that right well, everything has changed yes everything well parenting is not one one fits all Mm-mm. parenting is literally everyone has a path that may be similar to yours but it's their own path and they're their different own. people yes and they're working with different personalities as well and different it's different needs in a whole myriad of ways it's not just like oh we're different people it's also different medical needs different like 
Some kids have ADHD. Some do not. And the pressures that they're getting from school oh, are so yes. much more different than what we... I mean, thinking about homework and the amount I had homework, but I look at stuff now and I'm like, how? I... <laughs> Where do they get the time? Yes. <laughs> I mean, even today I was thinking about, like, what the medical students that we were talking to... Oh, those, those were wonderful. They were fabulous, but, like... They were literally juggling the conference plus their schoolwork plus like the and also you know, a, there was that they're they're like, dealing within the, within the campus where it's they lose power right and and Wi-Fi and it was also something about like oh yeah we have a test in nine days with what was it like six hundred questions and they're like oh if we just study and memorize 66 questions a day and on top of that they're also taking care of their own mental health and their own physical health talking about leg day like (laughs) one of them was like well i haven't seen my trainer in a few days and i'm like what like i was not this was not and that is why i was not and i never tried to be in med training to become doctors yeah which is so cool because gosh we need more women in stem and like Women doctors. Yes, we do. Um, So that is super exciting. And if they ever end up listening to the podcast, we're really rooting you on. It was awesome meeting you. But the the pressure of homework for high school, for college, for like, it's all so different. And I feel like um, going back to those parents, don't get me wrong. There's some really great dads, but the women were always one of the who I was looking up to mm-hmm. because they themselves also had different relationships with yes. their mothers. Right. I feel like it would help to add background about today and just so like today Nubia and I went to Nashville the to the Capitol. Yeah, we went to We Rise, Women on the Hill and participated in a few different um, like breakout sessions and learned some about government, some about campaigning some about reproductive rights like there was there was a whole lot of different stuff and then we were able to actually go and visit with some of our elected representatives and lawmakers but also it was so interesting because it was a very like a very diverse group of people right so many different people um so many different women from different places there were people from west middle and east tennessee there there were democrats there were republicans there were rural yeah and like it was just fascinating but also edifying to recognize that like i preach about community and how important it is all the time i know that you feel very similarly and like i think that's one of the things that you and i that's we have in common that human rights Yes. Is not, yes. Yes. It's not an option. Like everybody right. deserves human yes. rights. Yes. But also, I want people to sit down and have conversations. And like, I sat at a table with a um a Republican woman who is also a preacher, and we had great. Con- this was during my breakout session, and it was a great conversation. She's very passionate. So am I. We don't see eye to eye on everything, but. Our mutual goal was that we wanted to lift up other women and support them and help them find their place at the table. And like, like we talked about, bring your folded chair and bring it up. Yes. And so I just, as Nubia keeps returning to like, 
learning from women and so on. Like that's both of our brains are kind of in that space because of today. And that was a really, gosh, that was a good opportunity for us. It was so cool. So cool. So cool. Okay. So, so that is a total segue. Yeah. Segue (laughs) into the third story, which I can't remember what it's supposed to be about. So this is a surprise to me. Well, actually it's a surprise to me too. No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. Well, speaking of the wonderful, empowering women, um, moving out here to Tennessee. I mean, we left all our family back mm-hmm. home, and I am Latina. Mm-hmm. I am. Um. I am not your Southern Belle, but my soul is. My soul identifies as a Southern Belle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Nubia and, O'Hara. Call, call it assimilation, but I don't know. I'm, I mean. You, hey. hey it's up to I you. I like living here, okay? Yeah. I love it. I've yes. got my community. Um, well, which brings me back. I, one, one, one of the women that I completely am grateful for having in my life such since moving out here would be another business owner, Brenda, who... Her love and passion for supporting women, supporting small business own, or women who own small businesses, because of her, I was able to connect with other empowering women, women who are mothers, mm-hmm. who have a passion and made it into their business. And let me tell you one thing, because I have a small business and I am passionate about it, yeah. but passion does not pay the bills. <laughs> you're telling me <laughs> and mm. it's and juggling that with also trying to be the best mother the best um parent it's difficult and brenda brenda when i met her she had mango and rose and i'm so excited to see what great stuff she has in under her belt because yes. she i know she's an entrepreneurial mind she um uh she has three little ones I mean, if, am I remembering right that they're like little? Yes, they're all three. Three under it? three or something. Yes, three under <gasps> three. Yeah. I just, you, the, I feel as though Brenda, who I this is a different Brenda than Brenda Dotson, obviously. Um, I feel as though Brenda must be a superhero, like a literal. She, superhero. I literally see her as a superhero. She, um, I have one child, and I, and I, I don't know how I handled having a business and a teen and that, that that having a teen like they're self-sufficient but i still they're still st- <laughs> they're self-sufficient <laughs> mostly <laughs> no but their needs are definitely different but now with three little ones Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah i couldn't do it and she's like i said an incredible human being and because of like she she was that um you once actually posted how you uh, something about a mirror image, like who we oh, see. Oh, yes. Um, my friend Demetria Alexander said something about surrounding yourself with mirrors. And by that, um, what she was saying was that you surround yourself with people who, when you can no longer find yourself, when you need reminding of who you are, you can look to them and be reminded of who you are and like, they can basically say like, hey, this is you. This is, and and the next thing you know, you're like 
oh, they are my mirror. They and it was <laughs> yeah, so cool. She's my well. She's a mirror. She's one she's, of your mirrors. She is, and yeah. she um she and she she opened up a whole coalition of these amazing women who I'm so proud to call my friends today. Yeah. Um, part of me almost thinks that we met because of her in some way, because she started dominoes that led to you attending Moonlight or something. Like, no joke. Honestly, she really was. Because she, the way that she connected, she's like, do this and do that. Um, granted, I'm, I'm an introvert, so I can't take credit for all those markets. Luis, my husband, he would actually go, and whenever we'd go visit her, like, her kids are so much fun. She would have her, her <laughs> twins in the in the shop, and Louise would have a... A blast. A blast. Oh, my gosh. Um, my, if, for those who know Louise, he's like a... He's got an a inner child. A giant teddy bear. He is. He's got an inner child, and he um, he's wonderful with Yes. He, well, he's just wonderful. He's also wonderful with my dog, Fish. Who, he is an incredible soul. Yeah. He he's is, just a good yes. egg. We really... I am a big fan. And so he would... Whenever it came to talking business... He, that's that was one of our main connections. That's so cool. And honestly, um, I love the community that I have, and the community that I'm part of. And yeah. the, like these opportunities of meeting these women have allowed me to meet you. I know, and which is the best. I was running Moonlight Market, and y'all set up. And I remember at some point over that market season. I would be like, we have to hang out. We have to hang out. And I felt you like felt seeing you, way. yeah, like seeing you once a month was like not yes. enough for me. I'm like, I need to see more of Megan. I need to see more of and Nick. It's and just it's just like the best, like the fact that y'all have ended up in our circle of friends, like in the supper clubs, in the, like today going to the Capitol or next week we're going to like two different networking yes. events together well, that, that that which once again this actually leads to another amazing human being michelle right. harbin which, and and michelle will actually be the next guest <laughs> i can't wait for that i know it's gonna no, be that's fabulous another, well that's another fantastic entrepreneur entrepreneur like no matter what she does she creates it's she has gold. so much passion into the stuff that she creates that it's it is gold yeah and she's also a mom yeah and she is a wife. She's a she, baddie. She is a baddie. She is. And um, yeah, like Michelle's actually one of my, I call her my champion. Mm-hmm. Because when I started my business, she's like, she right away was like, you need to do this. Get, get in contact with this person. Yes. And join this. You want to do this class. And it was one of those like priceless resources. You know, one of the things that I regularly think about, especially with women in business is that like it should be collaboration not competition exactly there is plenty of business to go around not to mention we are all so unique we yes. forget like we sometimes you may have the same product but but it's, it's not, not the because same because you put so much different energies into yes. it and yes yeah no absolutely that's and i just i think about that and i'm like gosh we i i just wonder what would happen if instead of competing, like if I were to get a client for the marketing business that I didn't feel I could serve well. But you know someone. Who I might. know people who could. And I would say, hey, this is outside of my realm of 
capabilities. But I really think that Barbie Bradshaw, I don't know. That's a made up name. (laughs) Um, Barbie Bradshaw. I think Barbie Bradshaw would do a great job on this campaign. What if, what if we did that more consistently? Because I, I don't know. I just have, I have a lot of feelings about how we need to be communicating with each other and building friendships and building relationships instead of competing and tearing each other down. Um, because we see too much of that on the media and I don't want to be like big media, but like that same energy over to our actual real lives. Right. We do not need to be like the media. We could be our own unique. We don't have to be that. That, what are they? Um, I Instagram worthy. I think. Oh yeah, that whole Instagram like, worthy um, views that this is what my life is supposed to look like. No, our lives are so imperfectly right. perfect. You know, well, we're imperfect, and we should embrace that because that's what makes us so unique. Yes, and that's what gives us stories to learn from. Yeah. Last night, I. <laughs> Tried to make Nubia a cocktail. I she wasn't here. I Came was testing this. I literally, <laughs> literally spilled boiling milk down my leg. Yep. First degree burn. Yes, it was a first degree. But there's Those no blisters. Painful. So painful. So horrible. Oh my gosh. And I, it just and I, three different times. First I boiled it over. Then I curdled it. And the third time I spilled it down my leg. So like that might not make the cocktail book. But- no that's not going to be in the cocktail book (laughs) and that was not delicious um so anyway that's I guess the point is I didn't post about that on social media I did take a picture of the curdled milk I was gonna send it to you and say look what I did I love you (laughs) I will still maybe I'll post it with this and I'm gonna be like here's the curdled milk this was going to be a funny chai but instead we have the you went, you went on the other end of the spectrum. You went from a chai to this, like, delicious green tea. Mm-hmm. Um, refreshing raspberries. I mean, I wish you guys could actually taste this. This is really refreshing. I mean, they could get the recipe. Mm. Yes. If you back me on Patreon, you get, get the recipe. Cookbook. Yeah. Oh, and I guess I... Mm, yeah. Book. yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited for that, too. You want to add anything, Haley? Oh, you have a lot of them. You're just blanking out right now. I do, now, huh? yeah. But they're mostly, like, kind of depressing. That's okay. That's okay. I, no, look, I completely recognize that as a young parent, she had to grow with me. Yeah. I, I Like, I grew with her. She grew with me. I mean. So, my mom has always been a very movement and, oh, if she hits you, hit her back. And I will come to that principal and say, did she stutter? Did she stutter? I'll bring my hoop earrings and I'll take them off. <laughs> <laughs> okay she, she, great she great do that yeah and it's not just in school she'd do it like anytime, all the time any, all the time any, any day anytime i do joke with her about her being a spicy latina <laughs> and i can be the white girl karen like together yeah along with kanisha we rule the world yep. Perfecta. yeah <laughs> Forget the Illuminati. Forget the Illuminati. We got the trifecta right there. Okay, so keep going. So actually, this is two stories. Now that I said the hoop earrings goes along with two. Um, She's thinking now. No, I'm like, what's where's she going? Like, should I like let me step out (laughs) and be surprised? I had a friend who 
was new to uh, our school, including mm-hmm. the country. She used to live in Venezuela. Oh. No, Paris, but in Cuba, I think. She's she Peruvian, honey. Peruvian. Me, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm sorry. She literally God. gets her sense of geography from me, okay? The, she was in one of my classes, and she knew a friend, and she was involved with a lot of bad stuff. Um, I knew her at the time, and she said that she got a headache, so I went with her to go to the office mm-hmm. because she knew very little Spanish. I understand, so I would translate. Um, and uh, a week later, uh, I was in fourth block mm-hmm. in my history class, mm-hmm. and a principal came in, one of the principals, came in the classroom, and he said, can I have Haley Montemarero? Just come outside. I'm like, oh, well, this has never happened before. And so I walk out. Oh, and I didn't know anything about it. He's like, oh. So I told him, like, oh, do I need to grab my stuff? Like, what do I do? Yeah. He's like, yeah, grab your stuff. We're going. Um, he put me into a class right next to him, or right next to the class, technically in front, but next potato, potato, potato. We were in the hallway for a couple of minutes while he got some of the keys out. And he's yeah. like, and I told him, like, hey, am I, like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, yeah. am I in trouble? She jokingly said, am I in trouble? Oh. I was kind of mad a little bit. Um, I'm not really the type of person to get called down or get yeah. called. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I was pissed, you know? <laughs> um, you. and he said, oh no, there's just some rumors about you. So I know this isn't true, but I just wanted to be just a double check. Mm-hmm. He put me in the classroom and he took all my stuff out. Mm-hmm. All of it. Put it on the table, opened up my binders, like searched everything. Searched everything. And he went into my little bag where I have feminine projects, mm-hmm. pads, tampons, all like, of it. Yep. And I'm like, oh, those are just, you know, yeah. feminine projects. And he's like, oh, no, I've seen it all. Don't worry. So after he was done, he said, okay, I know where you, I know where you are. And he just left. And so he's like, you could just close the door out when you're, when you're done. Mm. So I put away all my stuff. Yeah. And I went back to my classroom, and I texted my mom, you would not believe what happened. Yeah. And so she's like, oh my gosh, what happened? And I'm like, I'll just tell you after. And so uh, we went to Cave, really great coffee. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need a large coffee, like 36 ounce. <laughs> 48 ounce. 72 ounces. <laughs> 100 ounces. Give me a whole Give gallon of coffee. Give me an IV, stick it in. And uh, I was telling her what happened, uh-huh. and she was honestly pissed. Like, she knew what she was going to do, and <laughs> she asked me one question that is in my head all the time. Do you want us to go home, or do you want to come with me? <laughs> not even not even five seconds, you're coming with me. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, I'm, this is, yes, tracks, totally tracks. And so when we go, to the hi- when we go back to the high school, um... My mom says, do you want to stay in the car or do you want to go with me? Not even five seconds. You're coming with me. Yep. <laughs> and she walked in the, um, the office and she's like, I want to speak to Mr. Beep. And so she literally chewed him out and spit him back. And uh, she was saying, I want an apology. So my blah, 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 bl
I'm sorry, man, this won't happen again. We just heard a rumor in the bathroom. And my mom literally screamed at him. Yeah. I didn't scream at him. You were spicy Latina. <laughs> but she gave, like, a little flavor. And it was funny because all the other teachers came outside of the office yeah. to watch. So I'm going to tell you, Haley, that your mom and I have talked about this, actually, because because we talk about random things. And one of the biggest things that she is like, said is that, basically, you were violated and she wanted you to get the apology, not yeah. her. Because, yeah. So I, I did not expect, <laughs> I wasn't expecting Haley was to tell a story. <laughs> that was not the story I was, I didn't I, know what I was expecting. Out of all this stuff, I was like, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I did tell her she could say anything she wanted. I'm like, well, she but you know say. what, here's the thing. Like, so, and, and what this, what this demonstrates to me as a person who knows Nubia well <laughs> and, I don't know you well, Haley, but I know that you like cats and dogs, and your mom is one of the coolest people on the planet, (laughs) and I also love your dad, and, like, I just, I talk, like, I tell people that you're one of the coolest kids, because that one time when we were at Hendersonville Produce, and you showed up, I was like, I want to grow up and be like Haley, Um, (laughs) which is funny, because she's less than half my age but whatever so did you I'm, know she shaved her head yeah she, you told me that one. i mean that is the coolest thing i had like i could even as an adult i can't get I've myself to get the shears cut like i've had a pixie cut it's been real short but no the best part is shaved like, absolutely no and no Haley. what's what's your response to that what do you say like uh, that that was an experience never again or would you shave your head again no no but she lived and learned she's like eh I don't feel she like, looks fantastic I feel like my it, head would be lumpy. I like, have a cone head shape. Like underneath all this hair, I have a really I weird I believe shape this, head. but you have a lot of good hair, so. No, I <laughs> remember um, when I always get my hair shaved, my mom would always come to me and just like rub my rub, head. Rub the, the bald then, head? When we were watching a movie, she'd be like just I'm rubbing sorry. it. And I'm like, mom, what are you doing? She's like, I just like the feeling. <laughs> don't make me sound so creepy. But yeah, I did. <laughs> Don't make me crown creepy. But yeah, I was creepy. (laughs) Well, okay. That was super. Thank you. That was, I didn't expect, that was cool. Yeah. And also, like, I know it's kind of a deviation from the idea of how important community is, but that to me speaks of the strength of a parent and also the strength of women setting boundaries and teaching that you deserve to have boundaries. And I'm really sorry that happened. Um, and most importantly, the fact that she knows she has, I have her back. And I yeah. tell her every day, if you decide That's to choose incredible. violence today, I got your back. Except now I don't think I'm going to do hoop earrings. I'm going to put my uteri earrings. <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Thank you, Clay Bay. <laughs> yeah, those are going to be my new fighting. My fighting. The, forget the hoops. Forget you know the hoops. how often I've worn them since we got them? Like... A week and a half ago, I think I've worn them five days, and I don't even leave my house that much. Everywhere. Yeah. They make me feel powerful. They do. They do. So, so I think these are going to be in my new fighting earrings. Yeah. And today was definitely updated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I regret not wearing them from the beginning. I'm glad you wore them at the end, though. I think, I think you wore them when we needed them. We needed them. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. Aww. 
She's going to inherit my business so she could take care of her cats. <laughs> you should see her face. <laughs> Holy cow. If I had a couple hit songs, they'd say, girl. If you're a regular listener of the show, you may have noticed that I accidentally skipped an important segment. Typically, I would have told Nubia that she was a certain type of flower, and then I would have asked her to tell me what I was. In this instance, I would have asked her what sort of tea I was. Honestly, I just forgot. The good news is that Nubia and I have already talked about this. A few weeks ago, I told her that to me, she was chamomile, an ingredient regularly used in teas, very calming, helps you fall asleep at night. Ironically enough, she told me that she thought she was calendula, also known as marigold. The reason I think this is ironic is because, as you heard Haley say, her mother is a little bit spicy. Marigolds are edible, and um, when you have those marigold leaves on your salad, they add a little bit of spice, kind of like arugula. I love that Nubia said, nope, I'm not going to be your sleepy time tea. I'm going to be spicy. It fits, and that's the best part about it. Thank you for joining us for episode three of Story Garden Pod. If you enjoyed today's episode, I hope you'll subscribe and follow along as we dig into a new set of stories each episode. Special thanks goes out to musician Chelsea Jett for use of her song Little More, which can be found on streaming platforms or by visiting her website at chelseajett.com. That's C-H-E-L-C-I-E-J-E-T-T-E dot com. To support Story Garden Pod financially, become a Patreon supporter by visiting patreon.com backslash storygardenpod. We'll be sharing extra stories, our special cocktail recipes, and more, so don't miss it. Did you like today's episode? If so, leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Your reviews will help us reach a wider audience share more stories, and build an even stronger community. Again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the garden. Mm -hmm.